Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. I'm your host, James Ryan. And on today's episode of the podcast, Jamie Lee Curtis, I wish I could destroy every single copy of Halloween Kills and forget that it was ever made, but here we are. Oh man, talking Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Man, what a painful, painful double feature I endured, but I did it for the podcast. So here we go. Uh, Halloween Kills, again, directed by David Gordon Green, who did the 2018 reboot, which I actually liked quite a bit. He's done some good movies, Pineapple Express, Joe, Stronger. Um, but wow, uh, the the wheels have come off and then some. Uh, two, uh, Halloween Kills is supposed to be his action version of the Halloween series. And he goes all in on the gore. Uh, he goes all in on the stupidity. And he pretty much just destroys this franchise uh, in one go here. There's one scene in particular where Michael Myers gets out of Laurie Strode's house um, that was on fire at the end of the 2018 reboot. And he gets out and he kills all the firefighters that are trying to put out the fire. It's just, it's an awful scene. It's not what Halloween is. Uh, There's so many moments like that in this movie where it's just like you meet all these really nice just people trying to live their lives and then Michael Myers comes and just kills them in just brutal fashion. And you're just like, why is this happening? Uh, I will give David Gordon Green credit in the fact that in the second one and in this third one, he at least tried to do something different. It just does not work at all uh, the way it is executed. And I'll get into the third one in just a little bit here. But Halloween Kills, you're introduced to all these characters that have some sort of experience with Michael Myers from either from childhood, um, what happened to them on Halloween night in 1978. And they, it's basically, this is a movie about the community and all the people that have been scarred by Michael Myers and living in Haddonfield coming together to try and defeat them. Um, but spoiler alert, it doesn't work. It sets up for a third one. Um, I'll, I'll break down in just a little more detail about the plot. Um, so it opens uh, Halloween night, 1978, and Deputy Frank Hawkins accidentally shoots his partner and kind of stops Michael Myers from being killed. And then it flashes forward um, to where we saw Deputy Frank Hawkins at the end of the 2018 reboot where he's been stabbed. He's dying in the street. He ends up surviving that. Um, we catch up with Lori, we catch up with Karen, we catch up with Allison. Um, but for the most part, especially with Jamie Lee Curtis's Lori, she spends most of the time in the hospital. This is mostly about the townspeople coming together. Allison ends up going after Michael Myers. Um, Karen, her mother, ends up going and following. And that sets up for the ending of this film, spoiler, 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 in which... Karen is killed. And that's how this movie ends. It ends on a very, very depressing, very, very harsh note. And again, that's what it was all a setup for to go into the third movie. And audiences and critics absolutely hated Halloween Kills and they absolutely hated Halloween Ends. But Halloween Ends, I'm going to say this right off the bat. I was very entertained by this movie. Um, and that is because of one name, Corey Cunningham, one of the most I mean, just unintentionally comedic villains of all time. I think it's just, yeah. Anyway, okay, I'll break down the plot a little bit. So I can't believe they went in this direction, or I don't know, maybe I could after watching Halloween Kills. But anyway, the movie starts. 
uh, with this, you're introduced to this character, a 21 year old Corey Cunningham. It's Halloween night and he is supposed to be babysitting this kid. And he plays this game of hide and go seek with this kid. And the kid ends up locking him in this room. And anyway, things happen and the kid ends up getting killed um, inadvertently. But and Corey Cunningham gets off. Um, he has no charges, um, maybe maybe some minor charge. Um, but anyway, him and his family, Corey's family, decide to stay in Haddonfield for some reason. That's my major qualm with the, this movie series as a whole. Why do these people stay in Haddonfield? With Stephen King's It, it's understandable because it's at least explained. It's like, okay, this town kind of has a hold on people and it turns them kind of to this worst version of themselves and they like they they basically have to stay in the town of Derry. But it, for Haddonfield, it's like, why would anyone stay here? Why would Corey's parents be like, oh, let's just stay here? Well, and everyone is going to stare at you and point at you and say, oh, that's the, that's the guy that killed that kid. It boggles the mind. Anyway, this is a love story. That's what this movie is supposed to be. And this movie, like I said, the unintentional comedy is the reason to watch this movie. And it's why I actually liked it more than Halloween Kills. Lori comes across C Corey and decides that she is going to enter... Deuce Corey to Allison, her uh, granddaughter. And for some reason, Allison falls in love with Corey and it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, absolutely none. Like what I, I challenge the viewer. I challenge you. If you have seen Halloween ends or you, you watch it after listening to this podcast, I challenge you to come up with a list of more than zero things that make Corey Cunningham attractive because it just makes absolutely no sense. He is creepy throughout this movie. Um, he never, he is not, he doesn't like talking. He just, there's so many things about him that would just be a huge, huge red flag. Um, and the things that he does say are just like, uh, like it, I, I don't understand. Um, maybe, uh, Gordon Green and Danny McBride, who also co-wrote this, maybe they were going for like, cause I'll get into those the the reason Corey Cunningham is in this movie in just a little bit, but maybe like the evil that's inside Corey has a little bit of a hold on Allison. I don't know. It's not explained, and you really, really have to stretch more so than I th can think of in any other film uh, to imagine. Like this is this is Attack of the Clones right here um in a very very different way um but it just like is one of the worst romances ever put on film um what else do i want to say about this yeah this movie i'm going to compare it a little bit i guess to alien resurrection and the fact that it is just so off the rails wacky it's not to the point where it's like okay here's ripley's half xenomorph uh half clone child but Corey Cunningham comes across Michael Myers. Michael Myers doesn't kill him. And Michael Myers instead takes him under his wing and basically shows Corey Cunningham how to become a murdering psychopath. Uh, and that could have been interesting. And it's actually a very original angle. And the people of the guys on Red Letter Media actually liked this movie. Um, I haven't listened to that review, but I mean, I hope they know 
I hope they take into account that the actual film quality is quite poor. The entertainment value is high, however, um, just because it is absolutely so ridiculous. Okay, spoiler alert. Here we go. Here we go. So uh, Corey ends up dying. And yeah, and it's just like, and Lori, before Corey dies, Lori was warning Allison, oh, there's something wrong with him. Why did you introduce him in the first place? It, it's it's a very frustrating fun time um and i know i am rambling and just all over the place in this review but that's okay um but anyway the film ends and hopefully this entire series and at least this trilogy is definitely over um the film finally ends with laurie killing michael myers and the whole town comes together um in order to basically make sure he is dead by putting him in an industrial shredder. Um, that, that would seem to do it, but you never know. He always finds a way back um, one way or another. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they will reboot this at some point. Uh, but wow. Uh, Halloween ends is quite the trip. Uh, if you are going to check out any of the Halloween series. Um, hopefully you're not checking out Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends after talking about this. And if you are, hopefully it is just Halloween Ends. Even though it would be confusing, you'll at least be entertained. Um, there are only four movies in the entire series that I think are worth watching. And the series is well over 10 movies now. I think the original Halloween and Halloween 2 are worth watching. Halloween 3 has kind of developed this cult following. And it doesn't have Michael Myers in it. And I've only seen it once, and I remember liking it quite a bit, actually, just because of how bizarre it was. Um, people were furious at the time because it didn't, again, it didn't have Michael Myers in it. But um, it was kind of this original creepy Halloween story, and I actually liked it. Um, maybe I need to revisit that one at some point soon and see if I still feel the same way years later. Um, but I'm recommending it for now. And then I think the 2018 reboot, of Halloween is actually a good time as well. Um, it's unfortunate that Halloween kills and Halloween ends just, they end the series on such a sour note. Um, but this is the risk you take when you try to just come up with a, an original take on this story that is so simple in nature. Uh, it just, it can backfire quite easily and halloween kills i don't think backfires because it tries for that original idea where all the townspeople are coming together to kill michael myers i think it backfires um because of how violent and mean-spirited it is and just how stupid it is <laughs> for lack of a better word um halloween ends fails because it's supposed to be a love story but that love story is just the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen put on screen entertainment value again is high so man it is it was it was a very very fun watch actually so i'm not i don't regret watching halloween ends but uh yeah wow okay i think that yeah i've seen every halloween movie now um the only one i think i maybe have missed is halloween 2 uh, rob zombies halloween 2 but I, even that i think i i ended up watching so yeah i think i have seen them all so yeah, like I said, those are the recommendations for the Halloween series, though only the four that I had listed. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode of Ryan's Reviews. Thanks for bearing with me as I just ranted uh, about Halloween. It was probably nonsensical at time to time, from time to time, but 
you know what? These movies don't make a whole lot of sense. So it's fitting. Uh, I will be back tomorrow uh, talking about the 1960s, uh, The Haunting. So I think maybe it came out in 1963. Um, It will be a pretty short episode. Um, Not a whole lot to say about this one. Definitely one that is worth watching for the special effects. Um, But I'll go into a little more detail on that tomorrow. So thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Ryan's Reviews. I will be back tomorrow reviewing Robert Wise's The Haunting.